You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to Inside Out. And I'm so glad that you are joining me today. And uh, if you are back joining me after a summer break, we just got off of a a little break, a little time to just kind of rest and uh, let everything just kind of ease off a little bit. And uh, very excited, though, to get back with you uh, and the concepts of living from the inside out, which is the way that God has designed us to live. And uh, I know from personal experience uh, in my life and from watching the lives of others, this is the best way uh, that life works, is that we live from the inside out. Third John uh, in the New Testament talks about that, yeah, that he prays that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And so it has to do from living from the inside out. Over and over and over, we see this in God's Word. And so um, typically, honestly, being vulnerable, I will take things that are current, uh, fresh words that I'm sharing with our church family, Meadowbrook Church here in Ocala, Florida, and uh, and then I kind of expand on this. And uh, this summer, I did a series on the Holy Spirit called Holy Help, and this is obviously about the Holy Spirit. And I want us to just kind of expand on that series and take our time, uh, go a little deeper, do some things that I did not cover uh, in the series with our church family, and talk about some of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, some of the controversial things that people misunderstand about uh, the Holy Spirit or misrepresent about the Holy Spirit. And uh, so I want to take our time because the Holy Spirit is our helper. Jesus introduced the Holy Spirit as our helper and as our comforter. And um, I need help. I know that you need help. Um, And when we need help, it's because there's something that we cannot do or something that we cannot do well unless we have help. Um, A lot of times it's something that we can't do long without some kind of assistance or aid or support or relief. And so holy help really is the Holy Spirit. And People can help you, and you can help yourself, but that's only to a degree. That's limited. It's short-term. And uh, we need a higher help, a greater help, um, because, and and this is going to be a huge, huge principle that we're going to bounce off of uh, every time for the next few episodes here. We cannot handle and we cannot overcome the world, our flesh, or the devil without help from the Holy Spirit. That's so important. I want to repeat it again. We cannot, I cannot handle or overcome the world, our flesh, or the devil without help from the Holy Spirit. Now, in the book of John, Jesus introduced the Holy Spirit, and he said, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Notice, abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot Receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you, and get this, and he will be in you. 
Now, at this point, the disciples knew little to nothing about the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is uh, here giving some very concentrated information and instructions uh, as this is in the middle of the Last Supper. And this is just prior to uh, going to the Garden of Gethsemane, just prior to his arrest and trials and torture and, and the cross. And then part of the same narrative here in John 16, 7, he says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And so Jesus is saying that by him leaving us, it's to our advantage, not just because he's leaving us, but because he is sending the Holy Spirit. And, you know, just think about this. How much better would you do? How much better would you be if Jesus was with you in person, himself, everywhere, every day, um, you know, all day long? Wouldn't we do better? I mean, wouldn't we be more uh, bold and less afraid and more clear and less tempted and and just stronger and more peaceful? I, I certainly think so. And Jesus said it would be an advantage. It would be even better for us to have the Holy Spirit with us instead of Jesus himself. Because Jesus was saying this while he uh, was here in his earthly body, uh, in his earthly ministry, and, and he was limited. He had limited himself uh, of his divine privileges at that point, so he could only be one place at one time. And so he's saying that the Holy Spirit being with you would be even more help than if Jesus himself were with us. And yet, you know, the Holy Spirit is with us all the time. And I think we can do better than what we're doing. We have the Holy Spirit of God with us. We have the advantage, and I think we can do better. And yet sometimes you and I, and and I'm emphasizing me, are so limited or flawed or weak or afraid or stumped or do stupid things or get prideful or self-reliant, willful. Um, And we've got the Holy Spirit here with us. And what I really think that is, is not taking advantage of the advantage, which is the Holy Spirit. Get this. Here's the advantage. Not just the Holy Spirit with us, but the Holy Spirit in us. Now, to this point, the Holy Spirit had been referred to as the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord. And primarily and almost exclusively, what he would do would be external, external. So uh, with prophets and priests and kings and writers and people for an an action, uh, for an event, for some episodic uh, temporary thing, he would anoint or strengthen or guide or, or help somebody. But here in, in, in John chapter 14, Jesus signals a shift that after the cross and after the resurrection and after the day of Pentecost, he said, and I'm directly quoting here from John 14, 17, he said, he dwells with you and will be in you. So now God is not just with us, external, but he is in us, internal. And think about all the things that the Holy Spirit does in you and I, and for you and I on the inside, internal. It's our salvation. He he regenerates our spirit. He we're washed, we're sanctified, we're cleansed, we're justified, we're strengthened in our inner person. Um, we get wisdom, we get guidance. Um, 
He produces fruit in us. He develops character in us. Holiness is produced. He reveals and and deepens our relationship with, with our Heavenly Father. He comforts us. He teaches us, reminds us, leads us, warns us, convicts us, corrects us, helps us, strengthens us. The uh, New Testament Greek word for helper here uh, is, is the Greek word paraclete, and it means comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby. And guess what? He's in us. And this is the advantage. And, and that's what I want to do today is just to prompt and quicken our thinking to realize and remind ourselves that the Holy Spirit is not just with us, but think about that. He's with us. You're not alone. But beyond just being with us, He is in us. Don't let us forget that the helper, the Holy Spirit, is in us. Max Licato, great Christian uh, thinker and writer, he says this, God lives in you. Not an idea, not an energy, an angel, a philosophy, but God, the Holy Spirit, lives in you. And I think that needs to dawn on us. This is huge for us to realize that the Holy Spirit is not just with me, he's in me. And he's not just an idea or a philosophy or a theology or anything else. This is God, the Holy Spirit is living in me. And Jesus said, he's he's your helper and he's your comforter. In 1 John 4, 4, it says, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. The greater one is in us. And let's make sure that we are taking advantage of the advantage, which is the Holy Spirit with us and in us. The advantage is here, external, internal, and forever. In John 14, 16, Jesus said he'd come to help you and be with you forever. Hebrews 13, 5, and 6, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. So what do we do? What do we do with this reality, with this advantage? Well, there's a a principle here I learned decades ago. goes something like this. The only difference between a believer and an unbeliever is a revelation of God. Okay? Here's the second part. The only difference between an overcoming believer and a defeated believer is a revelation of the Spirit. You and I must have a revelation. We must realize and fully grasp the Holy Spirit is with me. Even when I'm afraid, if I realize, no, he's with me, I think that's going to do something with my fear. What about when I'm tempted, when I realize the Holy Spirit is with me? What about when I'm weak? What about when I'm discouraged? You know, what if I'm sick or challenged with something? You know, to realize that the Holy Spirit is with me. I'm not by myself. I'm not depending on my own strength. Supernaturally, I can trust that God will do what I can't do. He will help me where I can't help myself, and he does that by the Holy Spirit. Paul told the the Corinthian believers uh, they were struggling. They were compromised. He said, the problem here is that you don't know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and he lives in you. You, me, We are the temple of the Holy Spirit individually, and he lives in you. So we must give him access. We must allow him. We must give him license. We must invite him. We must insist upon him daily, get filled and stay filled. 
and ask him to do this. And I want to touch on this before we finish today. In the book of Ezekiel, Old Testament, chapter 11, verse 19 in the Amplified Bible, the prophet writes, speaking for God, and I will give them one heart, a new heart, and I will put a new spirit within them. And I will take the stony, unnaturally hardened heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh, here, here it is, sensitive and responsive to the touch of their God. And see, that's what you and I need. Sometimes our hearts get hardened and we need that new heart, that fresh, soft heart that's sensitive and responsive to the touch of, our, of the Holy Spirit. And then the Apostle Paul writes in Galatians 5.16, also in the Amplified Bible, he said, but I say walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. We've got to invite God to do this, to do a work in our heart and in our minds that we realize and we contain and we access and take advantage of the Holy Spirit, this holy helper, our comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, teacher, guide, healer, shield. He's our everything, and he's with us. This is the advantage that Jesus talked about. And uh, let's not Let's not forget that he is in us and with us. Let's take full advantage of this. Hey, before I finish today, I want to pray just a short prayer with you. Take my prayer. Make it your prayer. Let's, let's pray this. Let's ask God to do this. And then if you will, take some form of this prayer and on a daily basis, take this to God and ask him to do this work. Hey, pray this with me now. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need holy help. Please forgive me. Fill me. Take over. Help me to be sensitive to and responsive to and controlled and guided by you, Holy Spirit. Help me to fully take advantage of the advantage, which is the Holy Spirit with me and in me. And I pray this now and I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, listen, the rest of the day, the rest of your days, Realize the Holy Spirit is with you to help you, to guide you. Let's not treat this lightly. Let's embrace this. And let's make sure that our hearts are open to him, sensitive to him, guided and controlled by him. And he's on the inside. This is the best way to live. We've got help on the inside from the inside out. So, hey, thanks again for joining me for Inside Out. And uh, can't wait to share another episode with you as we continue on this whole uh, concept and, and uh, idea of holy help, which is really the Holy Spirit in us and with us, helping us. Hey, God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.